Welcome to Only a Podcast. Two blokes upside down and many miles from home talk about popular culture and unpopular culture too. Music, books, films, the news, what we had for dinner last night, anything goes. Apart from politics, probably. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 24 of Only a Podcast. Say hello, Captain. Hello, Captain. How you doing? You're right again. We are. Yes. Well, it's kind of all right. Kind of, you know, prolonged, prolonged, prolonged recovery from hospital things, and then I got a cold, which is fun. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's all right. You know, we get on with things. Hanging on in there. But with languishing, it gives us more time to read and. Look yeah. at telly and stuff like that. Because you're gem- generally really interested about. in doing anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good. Well, we haven't got anything we back. Uh, particular lined up for this episode, but I think we both oh. scribbled down a few bits and pieces, haven't we, from the last couple of weeks? So oh, yeah. all sorts of things, really. Well, yeah, yeah. A random selection. Um, I'll, I'll start because we talked about. Um, and the last episode, I think we talked about the uh, Taylor Hawkins tribute concert thing yeah. briefly. And uh, I know one of the only things I saw, I didn't see much of it, but one of the things I did see was Chrissy Hind uh, yeah. performing. And Chrissy Hind just seems to have been popping up a lot lately. Um, it was her birthday, I think, quite recently. So there was a lot of uh, pictures of her on the socials and all that. And I, I, I went back to some Pretenders records. Mm. And uh, well, all this talk of Chrissy has got me thinking about a couple of things. One, um, seeing her doing that performance at that, at that tribute concert, she, um, she hasn't lost it at all. Has she? No, she's still got it all. <laughs> she's got everything. No. Um, um, the voice so. is still magnificent. She's still got, definitely got the sass going on and she's still the queen, um, of rock and roll. Um, yeah. And that got me thinking, it's a question for, for you and for the punters really. Are there any oh. aging rockers? Um, cause there's plenty of aging rockers around. Are there any of them that have still got it, still got, got it all? Mm. Um, cause Whoa. she definitely has, um, uh, yeah, that just got me thinking of uh, people like Springsteen. He's still got it, I guess, hasn't he? Um, yeah, I mean, but, I guess the, you you get uh, the the just the ones that are still essentially doing the same thing as they did before. Um, but a lot of them, their, their we, voices have gone a bit, you know. Yeah, Paul McCartney, you know, is coming for a lot of stick recently about his vocal performances, hasn't he? Um, yeah, but Chrissy Hine just turned seventy-one, and yeah, she's still got it all the going one, on. The one that springs to mind instantly, for a variety of reasons, um, is Richard Thompson. Yeah. Um, but never the, never the greatest singer initially, uh, although I have to say, um, I don't mind that. He's, I think his voice is really expressive when it comes down to it. Yeah. Um, mm. And whose guitar playing only ever gets more outrageously good mm. as the years mm. go by. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He, he was great when he was a kid. Um, but he's absolutely bloody amazing now. Uh, England's finest living electric guitarist, um, wow. as um, Nick Hornby said, and I have a certain amount of agreement with. Mm. Uh, so he's he's one for me. Uh, never fails to um, excite, if you like. Yeah. Mm. Seen him a few times now. Um, but yeah, good question. And uh, yeah. I'm sure there'll be. Let, let's know what, what, what you think, folks. Yeah, uh, was, anyone uh, that's still just as good as they always was, always were. Yeah. Um, Elvis Costello maybe is one of those. 
he's still got that voice, hasn't he? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there was not quite that, no, there was certainly one. Uh, the Chrissy Hines thing was certainly one for Instagram. Mm. Um, straight away, decided to put something on there about that. Um, the other one I put on there um, was um, Brian Johnson doing a couple of ACDC mm. classics with the Foos. Um, uh, and I'm not going to nominate him for this slot particularly um, because he was he was hanging on for grim death at the end, but he gave <laughs> it absolutely everything. He, he did. The poor bloke, I was, I was quite worried there for a while. Um, Sweating away, um, mm. but really giving it loads. Um, yeah, uh, with the young whippersnappers. Not that they were all that young. The yeah. Foo Fighters behind him. That was a great performance. Justin Hawkins gives quite a good account of that on his. Well, I know we talk about it quite regularly, yeah, don't we? Justin Hawkins we on do. his YouTube yeah. show. Uh, he yeah. gave quite a good account of that that event. Yeah, yeah so that's worth checking out. Um, yeah. So the other thing that um, going back to some Pretenders records was something yeah. I noticed was mm. some of their records say Pretenders mm. and some of them say The Pretenders. Yeah. Right? So if you ask 100 people who sang Hotel California, what would their answer be? Their, their answer would be The Eagles, right? Yeah, well, they're not called be. The Eagles. They're, they're not. Called, they're called Eagles. You look at all their record covers, they're called Eagles and Pretenders on some of their records they're called Pretenders and others they're called The Pretenders. I don't know if that's a record label contractual thing. I don't know, but I'm trying to think of other bands that don't have a the, but we give them a the. Um, yeah. Not the the. the. <laughs> we don't do that with the the. Um, but no, we don't do that. Arctic Monkeys, I guilty, I do that. I call them the Arctic Monkeys and they're not called I, that. Yeah, we do slip. Uh, the one... The one that gets me every time when I hear it on the radio, so tickets are being announced for the Pixies. Yeah. Um, just because <laughs> yeah. throw things across the room and, oh! But what is it? What, why does it happen to some bands and not others? Is it because it's I, the names are plural? I no. I, I look at, um, here's one, here's one for you that I just looked at. Um, Sex Pistols. Since yeah. We've talked uh-huh. about them quite a lot over the past yeah, few have. episodes. Um, if you read Wikipedia, Consistently, I, mean, I know there's no, you know, people just edit this, and I wouldn't bet on someone putting the the in all the way through just to either annoy people or, or to, to state their own self importance. Anarchy, yeah. Suggesting anarchy, that yeah. This, this is what it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, look at the, uh, and even in, uh, never mind the bollocks, mm. is the Sex Pistols. However, you won't see that on the cover. You won't see yeah. that, you won't see Sex Pistols. Uh, uh, with the in front of it, not mm. a lot of their covers. Wikipedia uses the all the way through the text, and yet um, shouldn't. <laughs> I reckon it's to do with pluralization. That's what I reckon it is. Just thinking oh, this things because you yes, never indeed. you never got the Pearl Jam, but you got the Pixies. You never got the Nirvana. No, if it yeah, was if they were called Nirvanas or Pearl Jams, mm-hmm. they might have been called the Pearl Jams. Mm. Don't know what kind of. Uh, the Rolling Stones the... called the the Rolling Stones. They are, aren't they? Yeah. The Rolling, I don't. Yeah. I don't know if you're on solid ground there. I'm not sure. Um, mm. oh, the other one I spotted was um, Talking Heads, who actually released a live album called "The Name of This Band Is Talking Heads." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, right. yep, get it right, you buggers. Uh, mm. This is what it is. Uh, a few others um, that I noticed. Um, Carpenters. Yes. Sorry. Yes, Scarpeters. that's another good one. Yep. Dead Kennedys. Dead Kennedys. And indeed, uh, Foo Fighters. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
All uh, plurals. The last one. All plurals. Indeed. And the last oh. one, um, or the last two, in fact, faces, yeah. both regular and small. And small. <laughs> <laughs> small, medium, and large. Yeah. yeah. Ah. Wow. Plurals again. Plurals again. Okay, folks, you need to find us some uh, bands that get a the put in front of them, uh, particularly those that aren't a plural. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, Chrissy Hind led me down those couple of little rabbit holes. So um, well done. Uh, and as I said before, when we did the Sex Pistols one, I really would like to see a Chrissy Hind spin off from that Sex Pistols show. If you're listening, Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what. What you been up to, Captain? What's what you got I'll on your list? Yeah. I, went, I went back from that pretenders thing, also in a different direction, because um, and we were talking about it was um, the guitarist James Walborn. Yep. Uh, who is in the rails? Yes. With Richard Thompson's daughter, Cami. Cami Thompson. Um, it's his wife. I've been back to. I've been back to. Um, to some of those records. Mm. Uh, really good. Really yep. great stuff. Um, I've always, I've followed James Walborn for quite some time since he was mm. a young whippersnapper playing with mm. Peter Brunnell. Mm. Um, it's kind of shy. I don't think he was a teenager. Um, just sitting there cranking out this amazing electric guitar. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And he was, um, as I said, on Instagram, I think. Um, one of the stars of the Taylor Hawkins show, to be honest. Um, no better electric guitarist, I think, on that stage than Mr. Walbone. Um, well, I am. Um, underst- he's, he's been a regular um, collaborator with Edwin Collins um, yeah. over the years. And I've seen, I've been to an Edwin Collins, a few Edwin Collins shows where he was playing uh one in particular i was standing right at the front so i'm six feet away from james it's a small venue it's low stage and he was tearing his this telecaster to shreds it was incredible his guitar playing absolutely blew my mind um i didn't know too much about him i hadn't thought about him too much before then it was only then that i looked into into it a bit and saw that uh yeah he he's he had this thing with his wife cammy thompson the rails uh, what was that album? Fair Weather or something it was called, wasn't it? Something like that. Um, but yeah, great stuff. Sort of folk rock stuff. Um, but he's now, a, a, I think, a full-time member of The Pretenders, right? You see pictures of The Pretenders and he's one of them. Um, and also who who plays with The Pretenders. And I don't know if you've ever heard of this guy, Carwin Ellis, um, another long-time collaborator of Edwin Collins. Um, and he's done various things of his own. He was in a band called Colorama. I think he's one of these musical geniuses. He plays, sometimes you see him playing guitar, sometimes bass, sometimes piano. Uh, he's one of those kind of very talented musicians. Um, and I've seen him play with the Pretenders as well. So, yeah, both from Edwin Collins' band. I've been, uh, I've, I've restarted my, uh, uh, what do you call it? My odyssey into the works, into the works of PG Woodhouse. Okay, so, um, I assume you've read uh, P.G. Woodhouse. Ooh, uh, many, of course. many years. Yeah. Years past. Yeah, me, me too. I read loads of the, the Jeeves and Worcester books years ago. Um, and I've got I've got them all, like a, a collection. There's five books with all the Jeeves and Worcester stories in them. Uh, and I thought, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read all them in order. In Not necessarily the order they were 
published, but the order, the chronological order of the storyline, you know, because they jumped around mm. a wee bit. Um, so I'm, I've been doing this on and off for about a year. So I'm on to the fourth book now, I think in the, in the series. Um, and they just, I just smile. They just make me laugh. There's, there's a, a line on every page that just kills you. It's, yeah. it's so brilliant. But the funny thing is I, after I finished reading one of them, couldn't tell you what it was about. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't stick. So I'm reading, I'm reading all these. I know I've read them before, but I don't get the feeling that I've read them before, if you know what I mean. But uh, yeah, it's a bit weird that. Completely, mm. completely enjoy reading them, but don't really remember the stories. I think it's because they're so lighthearted and so, you know, you don't, they don't, uh, you don't get touched emotionally by them, do you? It's just, <laughs> just entertaining, isn't it? But um, mm. yeah, so I'm doing that and then I'll move on to the, the Blandings Castle one after that. And there's a whole bunch of others, uh, lesser known ones. Mm. so yeah that's what I've been reading I finally got uh, finished that Rod Stewart book um, that was good it's a good story it's quite well written actually I think Rod wrote it himself it's quite mm. quite well done but it was yeah. just uh, <laughs> spoiler alert so I got together with some really really sexy blonde and uh, I cheated on her with another really sexy blonde and that went on for quite a few years uh, yeah. until he settled down with a with a sexy blonde uh, mm. yeah there you go yeah, yeah, and repeat. And repeat. No, I think I, I think he's done now. I think he's finished. Yeah, I suppose it makes your writing a bit better if you've uh, if to write the same thing four or five times. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. Now that's what you've been saying about uh, yeah, to be not not able to remember things. Well, I, I kind of go that way anyway. I, mm. uh, my sort of favourite trash reading is crime novels, mm. and these days, um, you know, give it a couple of years, and you know, I could be reading them again. And the surprise may still be there. Mm. You know, the plot isn't particularly ruined because I'll have forgotten it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So, um, yeah, be coming around to, uh, what, what was I reading lately? Oh, Mick Heron's latest um, Slave House book. And um, and I think, yeah, I'll be all right. This will be good in a couple of years' time. <laughs> I could read it again and get exactly the same stuff out of the story. Um, it'll be cool. Yes. Um, we'll see how it goes. Mm. But I have been reading, uh, I read... On ebook, good lord! Oh. I don't really like reading ebooks, but yeah. um, um, sometimes it's a fast cut, fast track to actually getting a book from the library. Mm. Is to examine the ebook app, dive in there, and think, oh yeah, I can get that one, rather than yep. put myself in the queue. Yep. And this was the case. Uh, Bob Mortimer's uh, autobiography right. um, and away. Mm. Um, I, I read. Um, I read that, and I read it very quickly because it's very easy to read. Um, if, if you want a couple of days worth of reading. Um, pile into that. Mm. Um, it's uh, yeah, quite a, a tough little story in places, um, especially when he was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, his father died. Yep. Uh, quite young um, in a car crash. Yes, right. Um, and shortly after that, um, Bob set the house on fire and burnt it to the ground with some fireworks. Yep. Um, <laughs> so All the uh, usual stuff. Eventful, yeah. ch- an eventful childhood. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, subsequently growing up. With just a mum, obviously, um, uh, but it's uh, it, it's it's easy stuff, um, and it goes into quite a lot about the obviously about um, hanging out with um, Jim Moore, mm. aka Vic Reeves, mm. and things I didn't really know about the genesis of that um, whole um, bunch of uh, of comedy mm. geniuses yeah. that were around at the time mm. and the programs that came out of it. Um, uh, with Paul Whitehouse, yep. um, the fast show people, 
Jollyx and all all, the, all those guys. Um, yeah, so um, I'd, I'd recommend it. I did. Uh, it coincided with the new series of Mortimer and Whitehouse Gone Fishing, which mm. I know you have um, occasional problem with. Uh, not only not only as a vegan, but as a as a as a sort of um, Englishman on the other side of the world, well, looking at all those wonderful scenes. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? It's um, homesick. Uh, yeah, I don't get too heavy about it all, but yeah, you know, yeah. Those that know me know I, I'm a, a vegan. Um, I try and live that lifestyle as much as I can. Um, you know, so I don't buy leather, I don't mm. buy wool, anything like that. Um, yeah. And yeah, people, you know, sometimes say, "Oh, what do you miss most about you know since you went vegan? What do you miss the most?" And they expect me to say bacon or cheese or something. And uh, my answer is fishing. Because um, yeah. I've been all my life, really. That's that's been well, on and off, but certainly over the, the last five years or so, five ten years, fishing. You know, just it's my my happy place. You know, I just love it sitting sitting on the bank, mm. just just chilling out, and you know. But can't really do it. It's not really in keeping with the uh, the the belief system, no. the manifesto, the vegan manifesto. So yeah. can't really do it. It's kind of a blood sport, really. Um, so yeah, it makes it hard for me to watch. Uh, yeah, because it makes me sad because I miss it so much. Yeah, um, had some good good times on the riverbank. But um, I'm hearing it that the new series is brilliant. I will watch them. I will because it's a it's a great show. It seems uh, the first couple I've watched, it seems gentler, even more gentle than usual. Well, uh, but, uh, maybe it's because White House hasn't gone off on one mm. in a major way yet, which it does at least once <laughs> yeah, a series yeah, yeah. Uh, by shouting at Bob. Not to wind. Don't, <laughs> don't wind. wind. Yeah. Don't reel in. <laughs> um, a lot. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't. He hasn't got angry with him yet. But the 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 most recent one I watched was just the most gentle piece of mm. slow TV mm. um, with terrific scenery, of course. Um, and um, yes, I shall carry on with it. Mm. Yeah. Um, good. Good stuff. People who were not really into fishing could still. I oh, can still enjoy it. Yeah. Quite a little bit out of that. Did, did you it's read not the technical at all? Did you read the book? Um, they did a book. No, oh. I read the book. Oh, I did. Oh. Oh, that's good. Mm. Yeah, it was a, that was a good read. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah good stuff. Um, mm. I've been meaning, and I'll probably write it on my on my sort of list for, for this show every every time, and I never get round to it, so there's always more on my list than we have time for. Uh, and I'm going to do it this, this time, because we have got time. Um, there's a band out there called The Analogues, um, no. I don't know if any of the folks out there have heard of them and they are, well, I would say they're a Beatles tribute band, but they're a bit more than a Beatles tribute band. Uh, they perform live, um, all the stuff the Beatles never did and they perform it live. So their concerts will be something like the, the whole white album played in full and they play it on real instruments. I don't think they're using loops and samples and stuff like that. Uh, mm. And they're amazing. I, th- I think they, uh, they're Dutch, I think, and it's the brainchild of one guy who was, who was a really a really obsessive, you know, and he started out doing this. And, uh, yeah, they put together this 10, 12-piece band, whatever, and they, you know, they fill concert halls. They go and play the whole of Abbey Road or the whole of the White Album or something, note for note. And there's a strong presence on YouTube, so go and uh, go and check out the analogs on YouTube if you, uh, yeah, if you wonder what, what the songs from the later period Beatles would have sounded like played live. The Beatles couldn't have done it, of course; it would have been impossible for them to yeah. to recreate that stuff. But nowadays they can. Um, so yeah, do check them out, people. It's uh, it's interesting stuff. Yeah, mm. yeah. 
I got a couple more things. Yeah. Um, vaguely related. Uh, it's uh, Taika Waititi, Rita Ora um, stuff. Um, she's coming, you know. Rita Ora's coming to sing at the Women's Rugby World Cup. Here. Wow. Um, not that I'll be there, but uh, but um, I would advise uh, our listeners to hi you to YouTube and check out um, Rita Ora's version of Running Up That oh. by Kate Bush. Which, uh, I have. Which is... <laughs> which has, of course, been in the news because it was featured in Stranger Things 4 and shot to the top of the charts. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say anything more than that. I shall leave it to, I shall leave it to you, dear listeners, to um, type those words into YouTube. Rita Ora, Running Up That Hill. Mm. And, uh, and experience in full <laughs> the, uh, the... The majesty the, uh, of that performance. The majesty, that's it, it, the word I'm looking for. Uh, we should have got that word this week. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. week. yeah, we've seen, that's it. seen that, week, that word a few times this week. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, it's uh, it's got a bit of uh, America's Got Talent audition uh, mm. written all over it, hasn't it? It's Yeah, it's quite something. Uh, yeah. Phew. Mm. And uh, also we caught up with, because um, I didn't go and pay money to see it at the cinema, but we do pay money to have Disney Plus. Right. And I caught up with Thor, Love and Thunder. And I have to say, uh, too much Taika and not enough mm. Marvel. Mm. Um, it's, you know, the first one was him just easing his way gently into the, uh, into the canon and uh, being slightly outrageous and, you know, putting some Taika things in there. And this one, it's like they've gone, okay, do what you want, mate. The first one was brilliant. And he's kind of done what he wants. And uh, I just watched it and I thought, well, you know, it's all right. Yeah. Is, is it, is it, does it fit? And uh, I, I know there's also been something in the news over here about um, it being fashionable to slag off Taika Waititi. We shouldn't do it because he's a national treasure yeah. and all that kind of thing. Mm. Um, but if you make average films, I've got to, Call it like it is. It's an average film. Yep, you judge judge by your work, right? You get paid a lot of money yep. to do that stuff. So it's, it's a two and a half out of five. It's right down the it's right down the middle. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. if you take your brain out and wash it, watch it. If it's if it's a rainy day and you've got however many hours to kill, I didn't even know notice how long it was. It wasn't overly long, I don't think. That's probably about the best thing I could say about mm. it. Uh, yeah, no, it's got little moments in it. It's got Russell Crowe doing an outrageous accent, but. Should it have had that? Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know it's getting away from, getting a bit off brand, isn't it? Yeah, off brand. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. Anywho, anywho, that was uh, that was my that was my taker slash beta experiences. Um, I've got a couple of. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably going to start doing this more often because you know I've done. Let me just click on my YouTube. So on my YouTube, I subscribe to well over 200 YouTube channels. Whoa. Yeah, I have done over the years. Dude. And uh, yeah, there's some absolute gems in there. Uh, so I'm going to start sharing some of the YouTube and social media accounts that I follow that I think are really good. So um, again, these these people might not be obscure. You might have all heard of them. I don't know. But uh, I first came across this young lad called Joshua Lee Turner, uh, an American kid, uh, prob- okay. probably 10 years ago. Uh, it must be. Uh, and he was doing this solo uh, he's a musician and he, he does this uh, solo version of uh, Graceland, Paul Simon's Graceland, just him with an electric guitar. I think he was probably only about 15 at the time when this thing came out. Uh, Graceland, absolutely brilliant. And, and then he followed that up with uh, 
similar uh, version, uh, similar format of um, Sultans of Swing. Just him solo with electric guitar, just in his bedroom, you know, like any other YouTube musicians out there. But I, I, I thought, wow, this this lad's really good. So I've been following him, you know, on YouTube throughout the years, and he's he's been in various bands and uh, done live shows. He's performed in London, and he he's a big, big Paul Simon fan. So he's just released a couple of uh, videos of him with a band. They've done Baby Driver and Kodachrome, and he's done Still Crazy after all these years. But he does a lot of original original material as well. So check him out joshua lee turner mm. and on instagram and twitter uh and i'm sure you'll know this person stuff by mark do you know stuff yeah. by mark he's an artist and he does all these like pop art album covers and uh uh kind of cartoon posters of bands and albums and stuff like that it's hard to explain what it is but um and you can buy this stuff if you wish um Really, really talented guy. Really, really good. So I just wanted to give him a shout out as well. I think he's in the UK. Pretty sure he is. Uh, yeah, stuff underscore by underscore Mark on Twitter. And he's he's on Instagram as well. But we'll, we'll, we'll get you all the links. So yeah, I might start doing that. Just uh, giving a, a, a name check to some online people that I that I like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all good. That's all I've got. Cool. I'm, I'm out. Wow. My list is empty. Yeah. Just one more from me. That's yeah. uh just as a follow-up, I don't know why they retitled this, in a way, um, but on Netflix, um, there is a sequel to the two, two series, 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 um, of uh, the Icelandic noir cop show um, called Trapped. Uh, there is a series three, which for some reason is called Entrapped, oh. not Trapped th- 3 or whatever. Um but, you know, if you like the first two, um, it's a slightly more preposterous storyline, I have to say, but um, it's, still, uh, it's, it's still a reasonable watch. Um, and the characters from the first show, this is what I thought, you see, I think oh, it's entrapped, it'll be different, mm. something's happened, they've gone to Reykjavik and it'll be set there, or something like that. But no, it's still in the same small town. Um, it is summertime, mm. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, or, or certainly not as freezing cold as the first two. Uh, but there we go. Anyway, um, there's a there's a cult. There's a biker gang. There's a woman's disappearance, um, and the um, the the unfeasibly small police department of this of this uh, Icelandic small town um, have to majorly dig into this um, the murder of a cult member, and um, yeah, oh. passes by gently. And um, if you've got Netflix. And you've got nothing to watch. Try that. Pull it up. We're um Yeah. Uh, I'm coming towards well, I suppose I'm three quarters of the way through now. Uh watching I should say rewatching, which is no mean feat because there's a lot of episodes, uh rewatching the office, the US version with the kids. Um mm. yeah, we we just love it. It's so mm. so so good. Uh but yeah, we're almost at the end of season seven now. Um and that's I think it goes downhill after that. So I think we're nearly there. Mm. But yeah, the kids really wanted to see it. So uh yeah, I'll move on to something else after that. But uh yeah, nearly there. Ooh. Right, I reckon we'll go, shall we? We've talked long enough. We overcame some so. technical obstacles to get this episode out. God, that'll be just flawless editing, and we won't. You won't even notice because the editing will be so good. You won't notice. It's so much cursing. (laughs) Two laptops, laptops being thrown out of the window. Yeah, 
yeah, almost. There we go. Um, mm. All right, let's go. Say goodbye, Captain. No, goodbye, Captain. See you, folks. Don't forget to tweet us and share and like and subscribe and all those good things. Do, that. Do all those things. And uh, we'll see you next time. Cheers, bye. Bye. You've been listening to Only a Podcast. If you'd like to get in touch and share your feedback and ideas, we'd love to hear from you. Go to onlyapodcast.com or you can find us at Only a Podcast on Twitter and Instagram or via our Facebook page. Remember, it's Only a Podcast. Thank you.